We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Hey, this is Jill from the Container Store. Oh. Is there something wrong? I just thought a virtual designer would be a cool robot. I could do a robot voice if that helps. Maybe? Hi, I am Jill. Let's design. Nope, absolutely not. Regular voice, thank you. Yeah, I'm not good at impressions. Enjoy free virtual in-home closet design and up to 25% off closet systems with the Container Store's custom closet sale. The Container Store, where space comes from. Radio, your source for MMA and combat sports programming. Wow, isn't this exciting? It changes everything. Featuring personalities from every corner of the fight game. It's time with Bruce Buffer, Fight Court, Rob Tatum, and King Mo Lowell. Lawal, how do you say his kid's name? Lawal. What's up? King Mo Lawal. Court is efficient. Hard-hitting interviews from passionate journalists. Welcome back to Rewind. I'm Jack and Canarcio. Three rounds with radio. The best pre-fight analysis in the game today. This is Dean Thomas, and you can hear me break down the finer points of every major MMA fight on my new show, MMA Mad, exclusively on Between Three Rounds Radio. Immediate post-fight reaction on Beatdown After the Bell. Hey, everybody. It's TJ DeSantis reminding you to end every fight night the right way with the best late stoppage in mixed martial arts between rounds radio mixed martial arts premier podcast network get it first and ad free at patreon.com forward slash between rounds with bruce buffer and now it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are it's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Mexico City, Mexico, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. Politics, TV, film, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll. It's called No Holes Barred Radio, folks, or No Holes Barred Podcast, whatever you want to say best. And on the show today, I have my co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, how are you? I'm good, Buff. How are you? 
I'm really good. I'm excited about the show this week. We've got uh, one of the biggest social media influencers on the planet uh, in Logan Paul uh, coming on the show. We're going to talk about his upcoming professional boxing match for Matchroom Boxing and DAZN Network, which will be held in L.A. at Staples on November the 9th. My brother will be announcing. Pretty excited about this. He's a very interesting cat. There's a huge athletic background that I can see as to why he is doing what he's doing. He makes tons of money in social media, and all he does is a YouTube influencer and the show and everything else, if I'm saying all these things correctly. And I don't think this payday is bigger than what he already makes. So there's definitely passion involved. There's a want involved. And we're going to find out why. So why don't we bring him on? Without further ado, let's bring on Logan Paul. It's time for me to record for all the podcast listeners around the world a personalized championship audio or video introduction. Special offers now are available at BruceBuffer.com, plus more personalized audios and videos for all special occasions such as weddings, birthdays, baby births, podcast intros, special business and corporate events, and much more as your wish is my command. Check it out. Let me do them for you. Go to BruceBuffer.com and send in your requests now. Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top-selling models like RAV4, Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota, let's go places. Click the banner or visit buyatoyota.com. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. And now, a very special guest this week on It's Time, actor, boxer. I guess we even say he's even comedic, but we can say he definitely is a social media star influencer with 16-plus million followers and much more on his plate, and now entering the world of professional boxing. None other than Logan Paul, everybody. Hi, Logan. How are you? What's up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to have you on the show. You know, I had a chance to meet you at the Bilzerian party a while back, and um, I've been meaning to come on your show. You're finally on mine, but we got a real reason to bring you on, Logan. This big announcement on November 9th, yeah. where you're going to be entering the world of professional boxing for Matchroom Boxing, Staples Center, L.A. This is huge, huge. How did this come about? And I know it came about from your last bout with KSI, which we can consider an amateur bout, but now you're in the pro ranks. Did you approach them, or did they approach you, Logan? Yeah, it's huge, man. Um, the Zone and Matchroom Boxing took interest in our last fight because I don't know if you saw it, but it had like 1.1 million concurrent viewers. It was pay-per-view. It was pirated like two two million times. Uh, so three to five million people watched our fight. And I've always been a trailblazer and an innovator. And I think mixing the worlds of combat sports and internet creation is one of the coolest things to happen in a, in a long time. And it's cool to be a part of it. Well, it's, it is one of the coolest things to happen, and obviously for you on your end, but it's also cool for boxing, because in the world of boxing, the 18 to 34-year-old and younger demographic, they tune in, but they don't tune in like they tune into the UFC, you know, internationally. I think that this bout that is happening at Staples Center in L.A. on November 9th is very beneficial to boxing, and A, 
it's going to bring in a lot of eyeballs that normally wouldn't tune in to the fight that was happening that night, which therefore expands the demographic of boxing. And for that, I thank you. I think that's a great thing. And and Hearn is very smart to do this, in my opinion, and set this up with the zone and matchroom boxing. So congratulations to both of you for a definite solid decision. My question to you, Logan, is how does it feel for you? you you've, you've broken barriers before in your career. Your career is very varied. It's very interesting, very different from most. How does it feel yeah. to go from a social media influencer making the kind of money you make, which is tremendous, and I congratulate you on your success, now walking in immediately from an amateur fight into the biggest boxing stage where even professional boxers who've been fighting for years don't have the chance to go into, but here you are, boom, and you're reaching for the golden ring. How does that feel for you? Yeah, thank you, man. Um, honestly, the feeling's incredible. Like, it, above and beyond anything else, it's humbling. It's, it's incredibly humbling to be able to be given an opportunity like this and I know and understand the weight of it and the importance of it. So we're treating and giving boxing and the sport and the practice and the training the respect that it, that it deserves. Love hearing that. Um, my brother Michael Buffer will be there to announce you. I am going to be in town that weekend as it stands now. I'm going to be there to watch you. The last fight amazing. that you had – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Logan. No, I just said that's amazing, bro. You know – you know I'm a huge fan of you, dude. Like I told you at the Bilzerian party, like yeah. I don't fanboy over everyone. But what I was incredible. Like for for years I've been watching you scream. It's time. <laughs> You're gonna take my job with that kind of effort, Logan. That was pretty good. I liked it. Hey, <laughs> hey hopefully one day maybe. <laughs> That's all right. I could use a protege. Listen, I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Whenever you want to start cutting a a little tuxedo uh, talk and a little uh, announcing talk, we'll talk. You know, we'll see what's up. Okay. So listen, hey. Logan, uh, Michael was very impressed with your fight with KSI. I was impressed with your fight with KSI. You guys were throwing leather. There's no question. Two questions, though, to the no question. Is there a true beef <laughs> between you two? And with this being a pro fight, no headgear, six rounds, 10-ounce gloves, cruiserweight, under 200 pounds, how much training difference are you going to go through in your training regimen leading up to this fight? That's a good question. Yeah, there's it's it's real beef, and I'm not one to, to half-ass anything. We trained our asses off last year, and we're training our asses off this year. We practice four hours a day, six days a week. The difference is we're a little smarter this year. We're a little more as you should be. Uh, what are you weighing in at? Because you're going to fight at a cruiserweight under 200 pounds. You stand six feet, two inches tall. You're solid wrestling muscle, because I know you have a wrestling background, and I know wrestlers. And what do you walk around at, Logan, and what do you plan on fighting at, at this fight? What do you plan on weighing? How much do you have to cut? I'm actually, I'm actually not cutting that much weight. I, I'm, I'm walking around maybe 205, so, so I'm only going to have to cut, cut five pounds or so, and it's it's not even a cut. It's just shaving off the last few uh, layers of baby fat. Gotcha. Got, well, there's very little baby fat from what I can see, brother. So it's all good. So what is the what is the big beef with KSI? Why are you guys, I mean, is it because you're in the same social influencing business? What? Where's the beef and how bad is this beef? No, nah, it's, it's bad. I, I don't like the kid. He's a prick. In our last fight, he got way too personal for me. I, and and he got way too comfortable insulting and disrespecting me. I don't like when anyone does it. And if I have an opportunity to hop in a ring with someone who's going to put disrespect on my name, it's a blessing and an opportunity for me to do to do what I do best. And that's just complete and utter domination, which I plan on doing. Absolutely. And 
you know, I think the Staples Center is going to sell out for this fight, both for the boxing championship fight that's going to be on the card, for you to be on the card. And I think it's going to be a very different audience that is normally at a boxing event, whether it's Vegas or the UK, similar to what you had at the UK with KSI. There's going to be a very young audience there. A lot, you're, a lot of your huge fans are, you know, around the ages of 20, if I'm guessing correctly, older, younger. It's going to be interesting. I mentioned earlier, it's going to be great for boxing. Do you, if I may ask, and only only say this if it's being made public, is your purse being made public? Do you have a piece of the pay-per-view? Can you talk about how you're being treated on this fight for this six-round professional fight? Uh, I can't I can't say the purse. It's not public information, but I will say there's a bonus. There's a bonus based on the amount of uh, downloads we drive to the zone and how many sub- subscribers we we, uh, we we push to them. Right, and with the money that you make, which is quite a lot of money, um, you know, by guesstimate, is this money potential for you exciting and motivating for you for this fight beyond the motivation you already have? No, and I'll tell you why. If I didn't become a boxer and focus on making internet videos, I'd make more money than I would in these three to four months of devoting my life to combat sports. Gotcha. Solid answer. Totally understandable. After this fight with KSI, now... The big question is, I read yesterday that you called out the MMA UFC star Conor McGregor for an MMA rules UFC bout if possible. If when this when this fight is over with KSI and let's say that you you reign unanimous and, and victorious, do you want to take other boxing fights or do you just want to create another super fight with a UFC star potentially like as you're calling out Conor McGregor? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I want it all, man. I want to do everything. I want more boxing fights. I want another super fight. McGregor's got a big mouth. I think we can put on a great show. Granted, he is a professional to the highest degree fighter, but I'm a little heavier than him. And, uh, yeah, it'd be cool It'd be cool to uh, get in the ring with someone who is as prestigious as him. Right. The one instance you're going to have here, if that ever had a chance of coming to fruition, because it's definitely interesting, Logan, there's no question, but you're so much bigger than Connor. You know, Connor, I'm guessing, uh, TJ helped me out, is around 5'8". Probably walks around at 180, uh, but fights at 155 and 145. That's going to be the biggest test there is where would you meet? Pride. If, pride? <laughs> pride yeah, never die. Hey, that's, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking, too, because I'm so much bigger than him, but he's got so much more experience, so it's got to level off and balance each other out in some way. You know, TJ, between between Logan's following and Connor's following, that literally could be one of the biggest pay-per-views ever if that ever possibly happened. So Yeah, but I, but so could McGregor versus a lion. I'm just saying. Yeah, true. Well, Logan I, Paul. I am is, a lion. I, I am just, a lion. I was just gonna say you're a lion. I was gonna give it to you, Logan. I'll I'll hand that to you. You are a lion. You're you're stepping out, you're trying to cross barriers, you're crossing those barriers, you're making him happen. Very, very, very cool. Now, when you walk around or have you received any negative thing from any professionals in boxing, like how come he gets to be on the main card, first an amateur fight, first pro fight, and now he's in the biggest stage in boxing? Have you received any, you know, like it's not fair or anything from the people that are in the world of boxing or is is everybody opening up their arms and saying, great, we can't wait to see this? Love that question. Uh, No no one in the sport of boxing has, has... shined any negative light on, on what we're trying to accomplish here. The, the boxing world has been really receptive as far as I know. Uh, I know last year there was an issue when I said I wanted to fight in the UFC after my first fight. Uh, that dude, Darren Till, had a problem with, with what I said, and he, 
he tweeted at me or he, he tweeted about me and then he went and lost and got knocked out in his next two fights. So, <laughs> so, so does Darren Till uh, losing like negate his opinion? Say it again. Does Darren Till losing negate his opinion? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it negates his opinion. I think, I think his losses are reflected by his opinion in in his, in his, it was more about complaining about how hard the sport is and how he doesn't think I'm allowed to participate because I'm not a, a hard worker like he is. But I'll, I'll work just as hard as Darren Till will any day of the week. I don't I don't care who Darren Till is or how hard he thinks he works. I'm a and he just has more experience. Right. Well, you know, what I'm hearing is he's a professional. You're stepping into a professional world. But when it comes down to the fact that you have to train your six weeks, your eight weeks, your four weeks, whatever you choose, what you're saying, what I'm hearing is that you're willing to jump in full force, hands and feet, full force, get it done and do what it takes to be in a cha- not a championship bout, but to be in a professional bout. One thing I want to ask you, Logan, is people have to realize you're a very athletic individual. You know, you're, you're, you're built solid. You. You're, you're definitely sinewy steel at 6'2". Tell us about your background athletically. I know you have a wrestling background, but tell us what that wrestling background is and any other type background in the art of pugilistic sports. Yeah, so I was uh, I was Division One in high school, uh, All-American football player. I was two-time state qualifier in wrestling at 182 pounds. I played fifth my senior year, and that was with, I think, like three, three years of wrestling experience. Like, I, ju- I, I just jumped in in high school. So I'm a quick learner. If I can be in a sport for more than two or three years, I, I, I'm, I'm operating at a level much higher because I learn exponentially faster than most people. See, that's, Solid ass. that's legit right there. And I that think, is legit. And I think, I think this is the, the key, and I think this is why I think people are very accepting of, of Logan making the jump in, into boxing because he's fighting you know, someone of comparable skill. When MMA fans, Logan, I think are a bit more protective of their sport basically because it's it's had to, you know, gain prestige and, and acceptance uh, a lot harder over the last 10, 15 years than, say, boxing has. If you wanted to fight in the octagon, I believe you have the, the, the credentials to do so. And I think people would be interesting or interested to see it. You have to develop yourself first. But calling out Conor McGregor, sure. Darren Till, that, that's, I mean, you, you don't deserve to fight those guys right now. But if you want to fight in the octagon, in my opinion... Go win a couple fights, and I think you, you you belong there. Maybe you belong there because of your star power and your 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 monetizable value. But it, it, I think it comes down to like level of competition that you're you're fighting. And if you think you can beat someone like Darren Till, I mean, I think the world will be you know happy to sit back and 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 watch you. Oh, they hey, definitely. boys got a glass chin. Boys got a glass chin. And 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 mind you, you're absolutely right. And I and I and I totally understand that I'm. Uh, that I could be potentially barking up the wrong tree, but to be quite honest, I don't give a fuck. I believe in myself, and I love competition. I love a good challenge. And if I can throw myself into the dog pound and willingly do it, let me do it. And that's the attitude that makes money in combat sports, my friend. Hey, TJ, I like his attitude. I mean, we're, oh. talking, to a, we're talking to a man that's had one amateur fight, about to go in his first pro fight in the world of boxing, but you're talking like you've had 10 or 20 fights, Logan. You know, it's. Well, I think look, you're. Yo, I'm doing. I'm doing. With all due respect to boxing, I'm doing. Ha- I'm doing half of, of a sport right now. I love. I love MMA. I can do a full split. I do. I do high kicks. I can kick someone in the, in the top of the head with an axe kick. I. I did MMA in high school. I did jujitsu for four years. I, I, it's. It's hard for. It, it was. 
last year it was hard for me to have to adapt and only use just my hands. You know, when you say that and when I hear that, and I know you have to go soon, Logan, I don't mean to keep you too long, but TJ, when I hear that, the credentials and the pedigree walking in never having fought in amateur MMA or pro MMA are definitely a lot more than CM Punk had. Oh, you know, I when mean, they were bringing it. Yeah. yeah, you can definitely are. I mean, the, the fact is, is Logan has real accomplishments when it comes yes. to wrestling and, and yes. n- no slight to CM Punk. But but here's the thing. I, I, I think what I'm taking away from your comments, Logan, when you say you're doing half of a sport, I mean, it, it sounds like in a roundabout way you're saying you're a fighter right now. You're boxing, but you're an all around fighter. And, and that might be the next sort of step for you after after boxing a fight. Absolutely. Before my first fight, I said I wanted to do MMA. In fact, I, I told the kid I'm fighting, I said I would rather fight you in MMA. It's just, it's my thing. I, I, am a, I am a fighter, more so than a boxer. Just this past year and a half, I've had to be molded into this thing that is boxing. Makes sense. You know, what you're saying is you're more built for the world of mixed martial arts than you are for the world of boxing. But dude's boxing a wrestler, man. I mean, you know the He's wrestling mentality. Yeah. You know, dude's a wrestler. Like I know the I know the wrestling mentality I, is. I'd rather as get in a well fight. I'd rather get in a fight with with anybody except a wrestler. Because Logan, the <laughs> biggest base, the main base to the sport of mixed martial arts, and I think TJ will agree with me, is wrestling. It is the strongest base you can have going into that fighting technique. I'm excited. I hope to God I get to announce you in the Octagon soon. I wanted to announce you in the ring on November 9th, but my legendary brother Michael Buffer will be there doing his rumble for you, and, and I'm, <laughs> I am I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Logan, I'm not going to bother you at all for the next five weeks because five weeks, you better be training your ass off. Six rounds, cardio, baby. Cardio, cardio, cardio. Build that strong. Yep, yep, yep. yep. All right, sound good, Logan. Are I'm going to let you, you go. Talking? I know you I, Go ahead, Logan. Go ahead, please. We had our connections off. I was going to say you can call me anytime you want, man. It would be fun to host you on our podcast as well. Absolutely. No, I'm there. I'm there. I got to go to Copenhagen next week, and then I'm back. Any any Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I could be on the podcast, and I would love to do it, Logan. I'll make sure and make the time next time you call me. I'll, I'll adjust what I need to adjust, especially before your fight. It might be a good idea. Amazing. Thank you, man. Thanks, Logan. Best of luck with everything. Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me on. Our pleasure. Thanks, Logan. Pleasure. Say hi to your brother. All the best to you and your family, and I will see you November 9th or before. Yes, sir. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. That was very cool, TJ. Actually, the interview went even better than I thought because the honesty and directness in his answers, bottom line, Logan Paul's got his head on straight. He's ready for what he's about to do on November 9th, and everything he said he'd like to do after that, when you really consider his pedigree and his athletic background, it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, he here's the thing. Yes, he's an internet, I, I don't want to say superstar. I don't know what the word would be, sensation, 
I mean, uh, I'm even doing it right here. We look at YouTube personalities to a certain extent lesser than that of someone on the silver screen or, you know, on TV or, you know, even uh, on the radio. You want to talk about legendary, iconic voices, you know? Like, we don't seem to put the internet uh, stardom as high as uh, some of the traditional media figures that we've come to, you know, appreciate and love. And I think that's an antiquated point of view, uh, especially when you look at the views that are, I mean, think about how many people are watching things on, on YouTube, Bruce, and how many views videos get. It's a lot more than major network sitcoms, you know what I mean, that you have to pay to see. Like oh, the whole the whole world's changed in that respect. Right. Absolutely. The, the reach is incredible. And I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm a protector of mixed martial arts. And I think maybe that came out a little bit when I asked uh, Logan about his comments about Darren Till. Darren Till has a very valid point talking about Logan Paul and Paul's desire to fight in the UFC. Him getting knocked out doesn't lessen that opinion at all. It's a hard sport. Four ounce gloves. It happens. Sometimes it happens in a run where you lose three or four, five or six, et cetera. But at the same time, when I look at Logan Paul and you list off his credentials, dude's an athlete. There's there's no doubting that. Wrestled as an All-American, um, football, you know, like those are real hard things to accomplish for anybody. Mm-hmm. And now he's entering his first professional boxing bout, uh, coming off an amateur boxing bout. That is combat sports experience. We've seen people with comparable combat sports experience fight in the octagon in their first, second, third professional fight. You know, whether it be NFL players. I mean, I'm trying to pull up Brendan Schaub's uh, record. I I have no idea how many fights Brendan Schaub had prior to getting into the UFC. Not many. Uh, He had one, two, three, four. Four professional bouts and then... um, three exhibition bouts on the ultimate fighter to me, total, if, if total of 15, 15 fights total. Right. But, but I'm talking prior to the UFC, right? right. So we're talking four professional bouts, three amateur bouts. So seven bouts total. Um, sure. That, that, that's a good amount of fight experience, but when you are, you know, CM Punk, when you are a Logan Paul, if you have aspirations to fight, why should your inexperience stop you from making the most amount of money possible? Well, right? it, sh- it, it shouldn't, and I agree with you. And one key point that he pointed out, if you really read between the lines on this, when I asked him about the money that he's going to make, which he couldn't say, and I understand that, and wow. there's a bonus, obviously, on the yeah. pay-per-view return. If the other pay-per-view that sold for, I think, around 5 bucks did 1.3 million buys or 2 million more people tuned in, however that was, or, or pirated it, that's a lot of money for boxing he's going to bring to the table sure. and I get quite a bonus. But he did say one thing interesting. The three, four months he's going to do to prepare for this fight and focus on it, he can make more money doing what he does on his YouTube channel and Sign all his social media. Sign of the times. And that is a lot of money. Right. It's amazing. It really and, is amazing. And my point is this. If he really does want to fight in mixed martial arts and he wants to fight in the UFC, why in a million years would the UFC go, look, we don't want to make millions of dollars with you because we're the major leagues of mixed martial arts and you don't deserve fighting here yet. That's not good business. You know what I mean? That's not smart business. Well, okay. The contender series, 
and the other ways to get into the UFC are there. Right. What we have here is a man who's worth millions. Right. At a very young age uh-huh. that is willing to put aside the financial return. Right. And dedicate that time needed to get in there and do something that he obviously but, has a passion and a want to do. Sure. That's a very strong mental makeup. Right. But, and the bottom line is if he, I'll be done in a second, if he elects to pursue that, then he's got to be deadly serious because the financial return is not there in the beginning. Right. But, but here's my point. No matter what, the UFC is going to fall under criticism if they were to promote him, as would Bellator, as would PFL, as would Bruce Buffer's fight night. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you put it on the the bottom line is this though. Um, I don't get to say that I will work really hard and I deserve to fight in the UFC because I really, really want it. And even if I had the athletic credentials, that's not enough to get my pro debut in the UFC. However, if a good chunk of the world will tune in and you can back up what you're saying with some athletic credentials, it's different. I think you have to cut the UFC a bit of slack if they want to do things like this. And look, a lot of people were really upset about CM Punk's opportunity and the fact that he fought in the UFC twice. Look how that worked out. You know, sure, you want to poke fun at CM Punk? Fine. I think he still deserved to fight in the UFC because of who he is and his stature, and he worked really, really hard. I mean, talk to anybody that trained with the man. He worked really hard. He took it seriously. Now, this is just my point, and I think that we kind of need to let up a little bit when you look at fight sports. Yes, I want to know who the best fighter on the planet is. I do. I want to know who wears the belt. I also want to see fights like Jorge Masvidal and Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. And, and if it, it comes down to demand, right? Supply and demand. And if the UFC can put on a super fight that maybe doesn't make sense on paper, just credentials alone in combat sports, you kind of have to let it slide if it means that the UFC is going to be better off for it because they are a business at the end of the day. And, and honestly, Bruce, as long as we're not seeing one of these every single card, I mean... We're talking about CM Punk. The last me, time, the, the last time I recall someone being in the UFC that really people complained about was Sean Gannon, which was more than a decade ago. Yeah, and, a long, long time. So, so we have two instances in the 25 years that the UFC maybe you know made an exception to let someone fight in the UFC when they quote unquote didn't deserve to. I'll take that. I, I'll take I, that. I'm with you, and let me elaborate a little bit. It's not show business. It's show biz. Okay. Yes, there's rankings. Yes, the fighters deserve everything. But I don't see harm, as you pointed out. And again, this can be related to a CM Punk, CM Punk comparison. Mm. Uh, even though he didn't shine the way everybody was hoping he would, but he worked hard. And I know people that know him in the gym, from Rufus, you name it, they all told me he busted hey. his ass in the gym. And no, no favors question. were made for him either. Mickey Gall was not an easy fight for that man. You know, yeah, Mickey Gall is not an easy fight for anybody, even when he was starting out. So right, now but my, you, my point is this. They could have found a guy who lost 65 times in a barn somewhere in the Midwest and got CM Punk a win. They, they could have. It. It, they didn't do it. He signed the ballot agreement. And, and when after talking to Logan Paul and knowing him to the extent that I do, he'd be willing to sign a ballot agreement, too. But it is what you call a super fight. And, and, and that's exactly what boxing's doing on November 9th. They're doing the same thing. They're taking advantage of what could be considered a super fight because of the people involved and the ratings that will be almost guaranteed. So why not throw it on the same night as a championship bout? It's entertainment. Right. I have no problem with that. You, you just don't want and, it to take away from 
the Kamara Usmans of the the world and, and things it, like that. And, and it won't. I'm it with, won't. I'm if with it's, you. If it's I'm built and marketed correctly, right. in my opinion, I'm not the powers that be at the UFC, but I am a right. marketer first and foremost. Marketed and promoted correctly, it won't interfere at all. It will only enhance. Now, what is the one event that I've always said forever on this show for the last 11 years that I was part of as a manager and Michael was part of as the announcer that had a 15-share rating on TV? It was celebrity called Celebrity Boxing. Boxing. Right. right. And that's a slippery slope here, Bruce, because I don't want there to be a celebrity no, UFC. No, no, no. But that aspect right. of that – type of fight sure. is always attractive well, to the viewers and, and you we know are why? in the business of providing entertainment do you, i mean do you know why it's it's attractive to viewers tell me go because it goes back to the art of fight sport and combat sports as a whole what's the hardest thing to do in combat sports to build the star if you mm-hmm. already have a star have them go punch someone else in the face and have them get hit in the face people are going to tune in that's why it's alluring because you don't need to tell the background. You don't need to convince people, look, you should care about this person beyond their fighting ability. Let's be honest here, Bruce. Fighters fighters are a dime a dozen. They are. There are very special ones that do both things great. That would be fighting in their skill and ability, and then the, the larger one when it comes to combat sports, making people care. If people don't care about you, then, then they struggle with with tuning in. Like a, a lot of people forget Anderson Silva prior to Chael Sonnen. I had a conversation on one of my radio shows about does the UFC want Nathan Marquardt to beat Anderson Silva because Anderson is not a star in the UFC? Think mm-hmm. about that statement in 2019. Nate yeah. Marquardt. People listening to this that are casual fans don't even know who the hell Nate Marquardt is. And I, I hate to break it to you. Not a lot of people knew who Anderson Silva was when he was the UFC middleweight champion to, to you know, at, at the beginning of his reign in the UFC. It was a different era in the UFC for sure. But here, you know, here it's a different era as I speak about different eras and then we'll go on to the news here. But it is a different era in life and social media and has changed a lot of things in marketing. It has created stars that maybe would probably not become stars under the normal rules of entertainment and what it takes to be get out there in front. So be it good for them. They captured it. They conquered it. Logan Paul was one of them. But when I look back on the other people I've seen going to the Contender Series, even the Ultimate Fighter, sure, they've had fights in the past where Logan is not at MMA. But his athletic pedigree, as we said earlier, is stronger than most, if not better than most all, in the background. And if he wants to go take that step and start training on the mat and fight an MMA rules match, whether it's in the UFC or elsewhere, more power to him for all the reasons we've just pointed out and discussed. I, I, don't, I don't I don't know if his pedigree is better than most of them. I don't no, know no, that I, for a fact. Let me, let me take back the most of them because I said without having any fights. No, let's not say it's better than most of them, but I think I, I take that back. But it is good enough to be respected at least to the point to say, hey, go in and take a shot. Take a shot. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's difficult to sort of, you know, cast judgment on what someone like Logan Paul deserves or doesn't deserve yeah, for a variety of be reasons. Have, it's powers that be have to make that decision. Right, but I'm telling you, if, if Logan Paul is going to fight a pro mixed martial arts battle and it's going to be on television, if you're a major promoter, you want it to be in your, you know, yeah. show. Yeah, look at Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn, DAZN, Matchroom Boxing, they've been just, you know, breaking down doors with the money they've been offering people, what they've been putting on. He saw an opportunity, grabbed it. He's a smart man. I think it's a smart move, and we'll see how smart a move it is after the fight's over and, and all the statistics and 
the uh, the stats are in, but I bet they're going to be high. So if anything, TJ, it's going to be entertaining. The first fight they had with headgear, I found very entertaining. Let's see how entertaining a real boxing match is when they're taking the shots to the head. And we'll see that on uh, November 9th. For anybody that tunes in, I plan on being there and watching. What happened? TJ? You done? You done talking? Oh, yeah. 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 No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think you needed any affirmation. You're going to be there. No, no, I won't. All... I won't. But you're going to be there. And that's that's fine. It yeah, doesn't we'll appeal talk. to me. Uh, we'll if, he, if he puts on four ounce gloves and fights in a cage, that'll appeal to me more. Hey, I got the weekend off. My brother's announcing it's going to be a big event. It's going to be a lot of fun after the event. It's called a night out on the town in the world of boxing. I'm game for that any night of the week. I've been involved in working in the world of boxing for almost 30 years, but I haven't been to a live boxing event in probably three years. So now I got a shot with my schedule, and I'm going to go have some fun. There is going to be another championship bout on the card amongst other good bouts in boxing, so it'll be a nice night to enjoy the pugilistic Marcus of Queensbury rules. And uh, that's it. Let me go on to some other news. It was really cool having Logan on the show. I can't say enough about Khabib Namagamedov. I think the fact that he donated the proceeds of that shirt, as he promised on the show, being the class act that he is, which I understand was $100,000 he was paid for that T-shirt, and he's sending the full $100,000 to Dustin Poirier's charity. That's a, that's a wonderful thing, TJ. That's awesome. No, it's awesome, for sure. Um, it just I, I can't think of a a better sort of uh, sentiment to have, you know, happen and then Dana to, to match it. That was, that was really cool as well. Oh, I did. I did not know that Dana matched it. Yeah. Dana matched it hundred grand. Wow. But what I, I, I'm, I don't, I don't have words. Wow. Great. Love it. Love hearing that. Now we had a big fight in Vancouver last weekend at the Rogers arena, the legendary Donald Cerrone, and I say legendary because I think he deserves that with all that he's put in, having 50-plus pro fights in MMA and uh, all that all that he's done against the game, powerful Justin Gaethje, ending in the first round. Gaethje reigning, uh, reigning uh, victorious in that bout. Heck of a night. The Canadian fans brought so much energy to the, the arena and the octagon. Uh, just another solid night of fights. It was really, really, really good. Did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Solid, uh, solid night of fights. Uh, I did radio uh, post-fight. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it, there's so much mixed martial arts. I mean, the Octagon is uh, south of the border this weekend. Um, where's it next week? Uh, I go, well, actually, this weekend is Mexico City, Mexico. Right. I will not be announcing in Mexico City. Um, I will be in Copenhagen the next week for yeah. the event there. But this weekend's a, a very strong main event. You've got Yair Rodriguez against Jeremy Stevens, uh, Carlos Baza against Alexa Grasso. Um, this, uh, Irene Aldano against Vanessa Melo, uh, Milo, is it Melo or Milo? I don't know. Do you, I'm um, no, neither, but I'm not announcing, so I don't have to practice, but I want to get her name correct. You, you know, course. uh, what's crazy. I can't remember a stretch where the UFC did five straight weeks international. No, this is the most, uh, this is the most international shows in a five week period. I want to do every show as you know, but I am going to enjoy the break because it has been a tremendous amount of travel and, um, but all good. And if I was called into Mexico City, I'd be there with bells on, ready to rock and roll that arena. But I will not be there. Look forward to watching it. It's going to be a solid night of fights. Let's uh, see what else is happening. Go I, ahead. I've been a little bit distracted here because I'm trying to fact check something. Did Logan Paul say he was an All-American? I think he did. Yeah, I can't find that anywhere. Was it wrestling? Or he was football? an All-State in wrestling. I, I don't even know where he played college football No, no, he at. said, I, I think he said All-State. Did he say All-American in wrestling? I'm pretty sure he said All-American um, and I thought it was in reference to football. 
Uh, but I, I, I don't even know where he played college football at. Yeah, I can't comment on that point. I mean, he might be a troll. Just saying. Might be what? Might be a troll. That's what internet people what? do. They troll a little bit. What does that mean? Help, you me, help, some, help the old guy understand you, the troll. You throw a little uh, fabrication out there and see, see if people you know, grab onto it and you take them for a little bit of a ride. Gotcha. Well, we'll find out. People listen. They'll write us about it, and we'll find out. But outside of that, I, excellent interview, and I'm, I'm just I, – I, I'm cool with the guy. I'm totally cool with him. I'm cool with what he's going out for. Sports, football. Let me just go over some football stuff here. Lots happening in the NFL. The Patriots and the Cowboys – Seem to be the ones to beat at this point in the season, even though my beloved Philadelphia Eagles, I just want to see them in the Super Bowl and the playoffs. I do predict that the Dallas Cowboys and the Patriots are going to be facing each other off in the Super Bowl. The Eagles the other night, they lost their running back. They lost most of the receiver team. It was very hard to watch. An incredible game, uh, except they came out on the losing end of the game. Um, but definitely exciting. Eli Manning for the New York Giants. He was benched last weekend. Drew Brees, the legendary quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, is out with an injured thumb indefinitely, possibly for the whole season, possibly career-affecting. Uh, Rothenberger for the Pittsburgh Steelers is out for the rest of the season, possibly career-affecting. Nick Foles is out for Jacksonville as of the week before. All these quarterbacks going down. Who's going to pick up Colin Kaepernick? I, you're talking to the wrong guy when he. Yeah, you're not NFL. a football guy. No. I know. It just seems that there's an opportunity for him to be picked up. He'd be picked up now, but that's 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 just a lot of scuttlebutt that's out there. We'll see what happens. But I said I'm not going to give any picks for the NFL until the third week or later of the season because I don't think it's fair. I just think it's tossing a coin in the air at this point. Except, do not bet against and do bet on. If you're a better, always take the Patriots. Always take the Cowboys. Remember my advice when you're betting: if the spread is three points, seven points, or ten points. Buy a half a point. Those of you who bet understand what I'm talking about. Buy a half a point down from three to two and a half or from three to three and a half, from seven to six and a half or seven to seven and a half, from 10 to nine and a half or 10 to 10 and a half, depending if you're betting on the favorite or the dog and or the underdog. And that's my little betting advice for you, for those of you out there, of which, quite frankly, most people that watch football, they do bet. There's no question. Uh, tequila is out in the market again. It looks like um, Michael Jordan back in the news, TJ. Um Legendary Michael Jordan is now launching his own line of tequila with Lakers, Lakers, Celtics, and Bucks owners. It's a beautiful bottle. I like this bottle. It's called Sincoro. Are you a tequila drinker, TJ? I, I don't drink any alcohol generally. Oh, okay, for those of you out there, this bottle is really a good-looking bottle. It looks like the uh, 1942 tequila bottles with a slight twinge on it. Good luck to Michael Jordan. We'll see if he does it in the proper way. I'm sorry I didn't mean to make a joke like that, but uh, we'll see how good he does with his tequila. Kevin Hart. No sooner is Kevin Hart released from the hospital. You know he had a horrific car crash, TJ. Yeah, I know. Uh, my phone actually like gave me one of the CNN news updates about it, which you don't normally see things like that when it comes to uh, like a, a news blast. But obviously that kind of shows you how big of a deal Kevin Hart is here in 2019. Yeah, no, he's a big deal. And, you know, he was driving um, uh, one of the old muscle cars that has been souped up and Whatever, there's claims that needed some more safety features on it. I don't know the full details. The tragic part is he was involved in the crash along with others. Fractured three vertebrae, if I'm not mistaken. Incredible pain. He's been in the hospital. He's called home for 10 days. Supposedly his attitude is very positive. He's grateful to be alive. No sooner does he get out of the hospital, but then this case 
with the sex tape that was winking its ways around a few months back or a number of months back and that was settled, whatever the issues were. He gets out of the hospital and now the woman who was in the sex tape with him is claiming he was in on recording the liaison and now she sued Kevin Hart for $60 million. I guess the, uh, the good news is not happening for him right now. No. So he gets out of the hospital and he opens up and gets caught with a lawsuit. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, not, not a good time to be him, I guess. No, it's kind of rough. $60 million. Jesus. That's crazy. Let me see one thing here. Pardon me. While I'm looking at this. She already received a settlement. What is she suing for? That not that what a settlement's for? She's Or is it claiming, a different thing? No, it's the same thing. She's claiming that Hart allowed her into the Cosmopolitan Hotel suite he was at, where they had their liaison, so he could set up hidden video recording devices to capture the liaison. Um... This guy named Jackson he was with was later charged with two counts of extortion relating to alleged efforts to get money out of heart to keep the sex tape under wraps. But now she's claiming, if I'm reading this correctly, that he was part of the whole thing, claiming he was in on the recording liaison. And that's why she's suing him for $60 million. Sounds like an attorney's gotten a hold of this and trying to milk it for as much as they can. But then again, I don't know all the details. But yeah, I'd, I'd reserve a uh, comment on that until more information comes to light. Yeah, more. Yeah, I can't really comment. It's, but you know, an attorney's having a heyday with this for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's this. I hate this fake title rings. You hear about this customs, hmm. right? They busted somebody that had a bunch of bogus Cleveland Cavaliers, San Antonio Spurs, Golden State Warriors, Chicago Bowl championship rings, right? They were claimed the crooks could have moved the pieces for $560,000 and they managed to get the box. It was a wooden box filled with 28 rings that was heading here from China with a final destination in Arizona where they were made. And uh, luckily they got them off the market. So I'm, I'm curious what makes it wrong. Like, so were they, were they actually made of, you know, precious metals and jewels? Yes. Okay. So we know there is value there. It was real gold and diamonds, right? Well, but the, I know what you're getting at, and the actual thing is that when you're selling something and claiming it's something, well, were it's they? Not. Were they? I mean, here's the thing: they just found a box of these things. No, they were made the way it looks. They were came from China. Okay. They were made there, and even if you look at the rings, they look they don't like they don't look like they're the highest quality possible. Right, but my they're point. Gaudy. My point is this though: where did they break the law to confiscate these things? Because you can make knockoff of anything. You can't sell them as original and authentic, but is there any proof to believe that that's what they were doing? Well, it doesn't say here that anybody was arrested. It just talks about a seizure. Yeah, okay? I, th I think this is not that big of a deal, and people are blowing it out of proportion. Do we even know if it was actually real gold and diamonds? No, that's not stated here. So, it's not, you know, not stated at all. Because, I mean, you, <clears throat> excuse me, you can buy knockoff championship rings on the internet that are shipped from China. You can do that right now on the internet. Yeah, I'm sure you can. These look like they have definitely, and I'm not one to judge. I can't tell if it's a cubic zirconium from real diamonds. Right, but I'm, I'm but just they, saying, like, this might not be that big of a story. Well, here, let's take that back a second. See, I, I come from the world of collecting, as you know. And um, what is it? What is the term? Uh, ah, God, when something's false, what do you call it? Uh, Help me, I'm, I'm brain farting. Fake, not real. Fake, not uh, fake, not a knock real. Knockoff. 
There, there's an, okay, that's all good. There's another word for it. This is not the first time Customs has topped a bunch of crooks, as they call them, from stealing bogus championship rings. They seized $12 million worth of fake rings early this year. So the question comes up where they got here's where here's yeah. where the crime comes in. If they are sold and being told to the public buyer, potential buyer, that they are real and they are authentic, then you are breaking the law. But you need some proof of that. Having a, a, a mock ring, I don't believe, is illegal. And you also say seize $12 million. Like, uh, is that $12 million? Are they actually worth $12 million? Is it precious gold? Is it, is it precious you know, metals and, and diamonds? Is that what makes it $12 million? Or is it we could have potentially got suckers to buy these for $12 million? Now, if it's the latter, I'm guessing you need some sort of proof that that's what they were doing. Because a box of knockoff rings, that's, I don't think it's illegal. I get your point. It's all in what's done with the rings when they're made. Right. Unless there's a rule that you can't create rings which have the logos of the teams on them without the teams okay. Now, sure. that is another part of trademark right. infringement. Right, but that's if I have there. the ring, if I have the ring and I'm in the possession of that ring and I didn't make that ring, you can't get me with that. The bottom line is, in my opinion, is if any of these, sure, they, they were stopped from entering the country and because they were considered to be fake and potentially for I'm resale. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. If the people that brought them in openly advertise they're selling real NBA rings right. and they're fake, then you're breaking the law. There's got to be more to the story. There's got to be more. But if you advertise that you're selling replicas of the rings right. and you have the okay to reproduce the logos of the teams, which are copywritten and or trademarked, right. however that works, yeah, yeah. then you're also breaking the law. And l let's be – well, not, I mean, yeah. No, you, you, if, if you're advertising it as something as you know authentic – then you're breaking the law. That that's right. the issue. Right. Exactly. Um, but anybody exactly. like yourself, you know this. If you're going to buy something like this, you're going to want a certificate of authenticity from a reputable source. Absolutely. You shouldn't even buy anything without a COA. Whenever I sell my stuff, you get a C, you get a certificate of authenticity. Well, not only and, that, and when you when you sell your cards, you tear a hole in them strategically and and take a picture <laughs> of it. You know what? Like th that's smart. It's used. It's game used. At no least it's, how you a, it's, it. it's a way that someone can go, oh, okay, this actually did come from Bruce Buffer. Here's the picture of when he sold it. Right, right. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I Again, you're right. Not more to the story. Uh, there's more to the story that we're not hearing. But again, they saw it. They seized it. They stopped it. In their opinion, it can't enter the country. Personally, I don't buy anything from China. No offense to China. I'm not putting down the world China. But you think I'm going to buy a Rolex when I'm over in China? No, I mean, and that's the thing too, Bruce. Like, again... I don't know what really motivated – I mean, the seizure I, – I, maybe you can just seize things like that. That's fine. But if, if people were arrested or if people, um, you know, were claiming that, you know, that's what these were, were for to, you know, dupe people and, and, uh, and swindle them out of money, yeah. then I, I would like some sort of evidence, though. I mean, just doing a news story, hey, we got 30 knockoff rings at customs. Okay. That's popular news? news story. I'm not sure. News story. It made all the seven o'clock news, the cover of CNN. I mean, it was a this very popular weird. story. This is weird. It's a weird, I mean, th like knockoffs happen all the time. Yeah, but they don't talk about them. This subject of knockoffs, knocking off a, a ring with diamonds with cubic zirconium is maybe not as fanfare of interest to the public out there that, that reads the web and buys newspapers, magazines, whatever the source of info is, as much as saying, oh, you know, NBA, NFL, NHL championship yeah. rings. You know, I mean, there's a big I, difference. I, maybe I just think of it just, you know, buyer beware. If you're if you're silly enough to buy something without a certificate of authenticity from a reputable source that you can 
follow up with and, and ID, then I'm not saying you deserve to be swindled, but let's be smarter people. Yeah, well, coming from the world of collecting like I do, that's absolutely true. And speaking of collecting, I want to go on a couple of quick stories here. Vince Scully, you know, the the uh, very well-known, the legendary Dodgers uh, commentator, not announcer, a commentator. I mean, infringer His- maybe. It's time. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dodger fans, say- don't kill me. I tried to make Bruce laugh. Yeah. I've already I've already had my issues with the Dodgers team on its time. I know. As we I know. I discussed know. before, but I'm a fan of Vince Scully. It's time for Dodger baseball. You know the way he says it. He was only paid a hundred dollars a week when he started, crazy. and uh, it's crazy. And that was for the 1950 season. Think about it. 1950. You're commentating for 50 years. Well, didn't plus. he co- didn't he come over from Brooklyn? Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, the man is a piece of baseball history. History. He, well, this yeah, he's, he's immortal in so many ways. Well, that's why that this contract of his um, is now up for auction and is suspected to sell for over twenty thousand dollars. And I can see that. Now, I'm there's another ride, it's le- like still sticking around. It'd be amazed how many things are out there, TJ. Amazed how many things are out there. I was just going through my uh, 1956 Topps baseball set, solid set of cards that I bought recently, and Brian and I were sending them off to PSA for grading. So we're Pulling out the Mickey Mantle, the Willie Mays, right. Sandy Koufax, the Roy Cavanaugh. Oh, my God. They're so beautiful, so artistic. I got a uh, 1991 complete set of tops if you want it. There you go. I think it's worth about forty nine ninety five. Uh, I think it's worth about 49 cents, Buff. <laughs> I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Magic Johnson's dream team jersey from the Olympic team he was on, which was a dream team with all the professional athletes that were on that. Uh, team at that year is now hit the auction block, the Jersey award. They expect it's going to go for over $150,000. We sure it's real. (laughs) We'll find out. (laughs) I'm sure it's going to have its COA for sure. Right. On another note, before my feel good story, my best wishes go out to Alex Trebek, my favorite Mm. game show host of all time on my favorite game show of all time, amongst others that I love Alex Trebek was in the clear recently claiming he was doing so well. His chemo went well. He was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Um, when he suddenly began losing weight, he lost about 12 pounds in a week, uh, recently, and he had to go back in. And now they notice that his numbers are much higher than they were when he was first diagnosed. And now he has to go undergo chemotherapy again. And this is after his diagnosis last March. He has a great attitude that he's going to, you know, get through all this. I hope he does. Um, It's amazing that he's kept on working. We're talking about an entertainment trooper, a legendary entertainer, and being the host of one of the legendary game shows of all time. And I just wanted to talk about this because my best wishes, strong best wishes, are going out to him to beat this monster. You know, I got to believe that him working through all of this is kind of medicine. You know what I mean? Agreed. I mean, absolutely agree. Just how many times do we hear about people retiring and then, you know, they're untimely passing shortly thereafter and they weren't even sick. You know what I mean? A lot of people, I I think yourself included, Buff, uh, basically live to wake up so they can start the next day of of their passion and their work. True. It's what drives us. There's no question. And when it's gone, um, whenever that might be, there's definitely a withdrawal period depending on. How you handle it, you know, some people don't handle it well. Others handle it really well. Right. Um, I will follow my passion until my passion doesn't maintain my passion or physically. There comes a time when I'm not willing to travel as much as I travel you know, I mean, all year. I mean, uh, we've talked a little bit about my father, but uh, this has been a really tough year for me, Bruce, because 
Um, my father was given five, well, he was given six months to live when he was 35. Um, I'm 35. So I'm at that age now where it's like, man, if I was given a death sentence like that, that would be bonkers. But my dad ended up getting a liver transplant and then he lived 15 years. Um, so he made it to 50, which doesn't sound old. And every year that goes by, I realize how, uh, not old 50 years old is. And, uh, he, uh, he passed away two days after his last day of work for that year. He, uh, uh, was a, a seasonal truck driver and worked for a tree farm and, uh, died two days after he returned the truck for the year to be, you know, winterized and put away. And I, I firmly believe that that's not a coincidence. He, I, he it kept him alive. He was going to finish his work that year. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry to hear about that. I know it was a while ago, but I, I, I absolutely uh, agree. It never gets easier. And uh, no, you know, no. I mean, we've talked about your dad for the entire, you know, entirety of this podcast. So he, he uh, passed. Yeah. He passed away the month we started this podcast. That's crazy. He passed away in May of 2008, which if I'm not mistaken. That's I the month we started. Yeah, the month we started this podcast. Yeah, absolutely Amazing. bonkers. I know. And that same year in March, my brother came down with uh, stage uh, two or three throat cancer in March of that year. And um, I filled in for him on HBO that year. And he was back to work in five weeks, you know, wow. after major, after major I, surgery. I didn't even know that he dealt with that. He dealt with throat cancer. He went to three different doctors and finally selected the one that was best. The doctor did an incredible job. Michael woke up the next day and the first thing he said was, ladies and gentlemen, he wanted to hear how it came out, and it came out perfect. And that was obviously being the man that he is. One of his biggest worries was his voice. Man, but, uh, the, the legend of the brothers Buffer just grows and grows. It's amazing, isn't it? I yeah. give him all the credit in the world. Five weeks back in the squared ring. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, uh, this is my feel-good story, along with a couple we've actually discussed recently. Um, my feel-good story for the week in a freshman in Tennessee at high school in his first few weeks of high school were an absolute nightmare because he was being bullied for wearing the same clothes to school because his family couldn't afford to give him new clothes. Yeah. He was bullied by football players, two football players who actually were participated to whatever level they realized he couldn't get the new clothes. And the beautiful thing is they came to school and a video was filmed for the internet. You can see it if you look it up and they came with bags and containers of clothes out of their own personal closet to give to him. So he'd have different clothes to wear to school. I love this. Love it. Uh, that's, you know, the, the world is uh, such a dark and grim place at times. And then you just see people unite around a, a common goal and cause. And I like, I don't care how popular you are, how rich and famous and, you know, maybe even more so now. Um, if you're in the, in the public spotlight and are perceived to be successful, everyone gets bullied. Everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even when you're at the top, like, my God, like if Logan Paul posts something on the internet, people are going to smack talk him in the comments. You know what I mean? And, and, oh, and sure he deals with a lot. And while he's untouchable to a certain extent, it's still bullying. You're still the target of, you know, malice from other people. Social media bullying is calling, causing young kids oh, to God. commit suicide. It's horrible. I, I mean, the being a father of an eight year old boy, uh, it worries me every year that we get closer and closer to junior high and the things that are associated with, with that time in a, uh, a young person's life. And, uh, I don't know, man, just it, it's, I'm happy to hear that stories like this occur because it gives me hope that, you know, 
no matter how bad it gets, it could always get better for whomever. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. I, I just hope those people that are the target of that bullying feel that and know that because, I mean, I can remember being in middle school and high school at times and thinking that, oh, man, my life's terrible. And, and think about that. My life's terrible. In seventh or eighth grade, you haven't even begun to live your life. Like, that's not even your life. Like, it's that's like the preview to life. Young kids have so much more on their plate now with social media, with their access to information over the Internet. It's 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 a different world than we grew up in. None of it um, matters, though, Bruce. It's so inconsequential to who those kids are going to be when when they're adults. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I'm looking at it, shedding watching my tear, boys grow up. Shedding a tear or contemplating ending your life over that stuff is the most ridiculous scenario you can think of. I'm not, I'm not saying their feelings are ridiculous because I understand why they feel that way. But if you were able to remove them from that situation to see the, the, the broadest picture, I think every single one of those kids would be able to find the strength to get through it because, man, you're not in control of really anything when you're, when you're that age. I hope that is the case. And I, and I, I want that to be the case just exactly as you said. All right, on another note, TJ, I have a little something happening next week I'm pretty excited about. Um, September 24th, the online slot gaming machine, the Let's Get Ready to Rumble online gaming machine, will be released to the world on the web on all the sites that have slot machines for play. We've been talking Very about this ex- for a while. Yeah, well, the launch is next week. Nice. And the it's, t- the it's Time slot machine, which I'll be tweeting and putting out on Instagram for those of you that follow me on Instagram. Bruce Buffer UFC or follow me on Twitter. You'll hear about all this. For those of you that are players, I've had a couple of my friends who are big slot machine players play the Let's Get Ready to Rumble and the It's Time slot machine and the beta testing. They loved it. I loved it. I can't wait. Very excited about the Rumble machine next week. And we'll be launching the It's Time machine on October 4th. So very excited about that. Anything you need to report, TJ? No, I'm uh, I'm home for the next couple of weeks. I'll be leaving for Kansas City, I think, in two weeks to go to Invicta. Uh, other than that, though, just uh, enjoying the the late summer we're still experiencing here in Southern California. I can't wait for it to cool off because this heat's ridiculous. Oh, it's it's it is a little nuts. There's no question. I'm going to send you something right now, real quick. Tell me what you think about it. As I talk before I talk about it. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I don't know. I mean, this is exciting. It's like Christmas. Yeah. It's my first billboard, TJ. Uh-oh. Really? Your first? And it, yeah. And it's right in the Boston area. You're going to love this. Here, I'm sending it to you right now. All right. I've had them in Brazil when I did the Renault commercial. But here, check this one out. It's my first one in the United where States. Where are you sending it? My phone, email, Skype? Your phone. It's on your phone oh. right now. I don't know where my phone is right now. Oh, shoot. Okay. Believe it or not, I actually put my phone down for once. Okay, then I'm going to email it to you as our audience is waiting. Hold I on a second. It. I got it. Okay. Oh, you got it. You got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Coming. I mean, you're coming. Hey. I got it. All right. Here we go. Hey, look at that. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That is awesome. <laughs> and it's not even for like a UFC event. No, it's um, I, I did a TV commercial for this attorney firm back there, which has been running for eight months. Uh, back in the Boston area, and now they decided to put up the billboard because the response was so good. You look like Pretty a cool. comic book hero. Oh, I love it. No, I totally, I'm totally into it. I think it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you, Buff. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Just another, another little bucket list thing that has now taken over or been been fulfilled. Shall I say? Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Everybody enjoy UFC from Mexico on Saturday, and I will see you from Copenhagen. But I'll be having a show next week with. 
my co-host TJ DeSantis and another special guest. Very cool having Logan Paul on the show today. Good show. Everybody have a great week. TJ, you take care. All the best to you and your family. Everybody treat everybody around you with respect. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Set your goals. Write them down. Learn about them before you set on the path to fulfill those goals and be the best you can be when you do. Because if you're the best you can be, performing at the best you can perform, then you are winning no matter what the results. I wish you all the best in life. We'll be back next week with another edition of It's Time. Thank you for tuning in. Love you all internationally. Thank you very much. Buffer out. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. (sighs) Sorry I'm late, everyone. It's all right. The meeting's just getting started. Are you in your closet? Yeah, it's the quietest place. Ah, not the roomiest, though. Getting closer with your closet these days? That uh, dinosaur costume behind you? What? No. (laughs) The Container Store's custom closet sale is here to help with up to 25% off closet systems and free virtual in-home closet design. Who wants Sean to put on the dino suit? Really, guys? The Container Store, where space comes from.